Elevator Pitch presents This Town Ain't Big Enough. Written by Anne C. Are you gonna order, Sheriff? Or are you just gonna sit there and keep that seat warm all night? I don't see anybody else keeping the seat warm. Don't get smart with me. Fine. Pour me whatever the hell you lack, so long as it burns on the way down. Well then, you must be in luck. We here at Harper's Saloon pour the finest sand this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> so long as it doesn't kill me. Settling for whiskey it is. There you are. I don't know what I'd do without this watering hole. Die of thirst, I'd reckon. Does it help your business to insult your customers this much? I don't insult my customers, Ed, just my friends. We ain't friendly enough for you to call me Ed just yet. I've known you for 15 years, Sheriff Spade. If I can't call you Ed, nobody can. As far as I care, St. Peter won't even call me Ed when I walk through the pearly gates. Keep that attitude up and you won't need to worry about what St. Peter's gonna call you. Hey. Drink your damn whiskey. It'll take enough of your edge off to make you half-decent at conversation. <sighs> Is that better? It ain't better till you cut the tone. You ain't my ma. Your ma wouldn't be encouraging you to drink. Can't argue with that. You still haven't told me what's wrong, Sheriff. Don't need to. I've seen old man Marley's face in here less than yours this week, and he's the goddamn pianist. Maybe I've just taken a liking to staring down my reflection at the bottom of my glass. Ever considered that? I might have, if your reflection was anything to look at. Look, whatever money I'm putting in your pocket ain't anybody's business but my own. It ain't got to be business, Sheriff. Treat it like a favor for a friend. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm serious. Sure. Well, Sheriff, if I walked into your office and told you I was worried a friend of mine was a few whiskeys away from quitting his job to become the full-time town drunk, what would you tell me to do? <sighs> Fine. Tasted like sand anyway. If you're gonna be unpleasant about it, I don't see why you can't sober up somewhere else. <laughs> Maybe I just don't hate your company all that much. Ever considered that, Miss Harper? Eddie Spade, you had better never speak to me like that again. <laughs> Why don't you pour me some water and I'll drink to that. How's that for you? Going down any easier than the whiskey? <laughs> well... If you say it tastes like sand, me and my Winchester are gonna give Deputy Murphy a promotion. <laughs> well, it don't not taste like sand. You're on thin enough ice already, Sheriff. It's just fine, thank you very much. That's better. Doing anything to loosen your tongue about why you keep coming to my saloon? <laughs> Nothing to loosen my tongue about. This don't happen to have anything to do with those rumors I've heard going around. You know damn well not to trust a word spoken in a bar. I'd be a couple miles in the red if I did. But once you hear the same drunk rumor enough times, it starts to sound a bit sober. <laughs> I'd bet my horse that half the villas in this room are bandits or snake oil salesmen. I wouldn't exactly take their word at face value. That don't answer my question. I don't know what you mean. I read in the paper that you put out a little note for a certain bandit. If I hear one more word about Jack Valentine, I'll- Don't get your britches in a twist. I'm sick to hell of that thief. Sick to hell enough to ask him to duel you in the newspaper? I thought it had to be some kind of prank, but- Sick to hell enough. So you're really gonna duel him then? That's if he shows up. And what's the last week been, liquid courage? <laughs> Just trying to get fired so I can have a week of retirement before he shoots a hole in my head. If you want to resign, all you've got to do is do it. It ain't that simple. Then explain it. Look, Harper, I want to be the sheriff when the duel happens. Don't matter who wins. 
Valentine and I go back since neither of us are more than kids. If I quit now, I can't be sure what Deputy Murphy's gonna do. You don't care too much for honor between rivals. Valentine robbed about 15 grand off a train last week, and you're worried about your pride? It ain't just that. If it ain't that, what is it? <sighs> I've nearly caught him. Hell, I've actually caught him enough times that I don't want to see him hanged. He ain't a monster. He's just a little too good at what he does. If he's gonna walk in front of my gun, he's gonna do it on his own terms. I didn't know you had so much of a soft spot for criminals. I'm drinking with you, ain't I? <laughs> I don't know if that says more about you or me. Well, if you got anything else to say about it, I advise you keep your trap shut until I put a hole in Valentine's hat. I ain't retired until then. And what if he doesn't show up? He's gonna. What makes you say that? You ain't gotta worry about it. You gotta be kidding me. I ain't drunk enough to open up that much. And you ain't stubborn enough to put up with me asking. We'll see about that. Eddie Spade, you listen here. You gotta be kidding me. Sheriff Spade! How lovely to make your acquaintance again. Valentine? Hmm? No, I don't believe that's my name at all. I'd like to know who the hell's sitting at my bar before I pour him a drink. My name is Everett Douglas, at least until tomorrow at noon. <laughs> like hell it is. May I remind you, my dear Sheriff, that Everett Douglas is not wanted dead or alive in this state. For now, my business isn't too different from your own, Miss Harper. You ain't telling me you sell liquor. Snake oil, madam. Though when it comes to watered-down beverages and fancy little bottles sold for exorbitant prices, they all look fairly similar to me. You'd better watch yourself, Valentine. I'm afraid the first bullet is already on head. That's Sheriff to you, pal. Of course. Miss Harper, you're welcome to shoot me as much as you please once I finish burying our dear Sheriff tomorrow afternoon. Very funny. I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but I'm gonna have to ask you to leave if you only came here to intimidate my paying customers. It's fine. It ain't fine. He's- Valentine, you want a drink on me? I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Fine. Everett Douglas, you want a drink on me? I would be delighted. Are you kidding me? You know damn well he's trying to get under your skin so you can't shoot straight tomorrow. Just let him be. Uh-huh. I'm not letting you be some kind of doormat just because you think you're bigger and stronger than this son of a bitch's goddamn mind games. It ain't anything to worry about. I ain't letting you dig your own grave. Quite the contrary. You've agreed that if he dies, I'll be the one to bury him. You shut your damn trap. As you wish. It ain't... It ain't the way it looks. Give me one good reason not to pour him a glass of buckshot instead. <sighs> Look, I just need you to trust me. This ain't about if I trust you. It's about whether or not you're being an idiot. Miss Harper, if it's any consolation at all, I've always held the belief that if a pair of gentlemen are to duel one another, they ought to be gentlemen about it. However, that expresses itself. Agreements, a shared drink, gentle ribbon, is merely a manifestation of that decorum. Sheriff Spade, I would be happy to take that drink. You'd better be certain about this. I am Harper. You ain't gotta worry. What's your poison, Valentine? Nothing too strong, I'm afraid. I have a terribly delicate constitution, and I'd hate to suffer a headache and sleep through our rendezvous tomorrow. It's at noon. I'm afraid to say we never got to know each other as I feel rivals should. Perhaps it's too late to share such details, but I must say, I have a truly abysmal sleep schedule. 
<laughs> so long as you're awake enough to stand there while I shoot you tomorrow, you ain't gotta worry about it. <laughs> Same as Harper, he's threatening my life too. I ain't getting comfortable yet. Yes, I have been told I have that effect on people. Shut your damn trap and drink. Without a toast? Fine. Here's to not getting shot. Yet. <coughs> Good lord. <coughs> don't drink that often, huh? No, I... <coughs> I don't often take my whiskey with sand. Sheriff, do you need a second for that duel of yours? You know, I think I just might. If you're gonna be that way about it, I'll take my money elsewhere. If you take your business across the street, I'll shoot you now. Earl's Tavern ain't got a thing on the saloon. I trust your choice of last drink, Sheriff. Though I'm afraid I oughtn't toast much more. I wouldn't want to damage my chances for tomorrow. I'm sure you understand. Yeah. Yeah, I do. In that case, Miss Harper, it was lovely to make your acquaintance. And Sheriff... Kai got your tongue. I wish we would have had more chances like this. If I knew you were such fine company when you weren't shooting me, perhaps I would have made your acquaintance earlier. Get the hell out of here before I change my mind and reschedule the duel to whenever the hell I feel like it. Do it, Ellie. I'll see you at noon tomorrow, Sheriff. Noon tomorrow. And don't be late. It's hell on my nerves. I'll see you then. So are you gonna tell me what the hell that was about? I didn't lie to you, Harper. He ain't a monster. That don't mean you gotta buy him a drink. Face like his, he probably hadn't had anybody buy him a drink in a while. That ain't answering any of my questions. You haven't asked any of them. Why the hell did you buy that drink? I would've kicked him out, you know that. I don't mind putting a couple extra bucks in the house before my funeral. He bought his own, there's no way in hell he'd do it with legal tender. You don't win that duel tomorrow, I'll dig you up again and shoot you myself. Why are you so worried about it? I ain't, but you sure as hell are. What makes you say that? I kept my under-the-table business under your nose for years. If you're gonna act like I'm stupid, you'd better spare a thought or two for what that says about you. I caught on eventually. Never got me in jail. Answer my question. He's one of the best damn gunmen in the West, Harper. I'm allowed to get the jitters over that. But you're better. I don't know that. You do. I think there's something else going on, and I ain't letting you leave this here establishment until you tell me what it is. Damn it, Harper. Can a man be scared to get shot? You've got a few too many bullet holes in you for me to believe that. A lot can go wrong in one day. Sheriff! I'll see you tomorrow, Harper. You know where to find me. You get back here this instant... High noon on Main Street. If I win, I'm skipping town. If not, well, just pour me a drink either way. God damn it. Sheriff Spade. Murphy. You're back early. Didn't want to get a hangover before my big day. You didn't tell me you were getting married. Made a deal with the fiancé. If I can peg Valentine between the eyes without picking up an extra beauty mark myself, I'm skipping town and settling down. And if you don't? I'll be too dead to care about it. Whatever you say, old man. Hardly any older than you, kid. Sheriff Spade. Yeah? I just... It doesn't matter. You got something to say, you ought to spit it out. 
If I'm gonna be sheriff tomorrow, one way or another, I just wanted to know if you had any advice. That's all. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. What? Look, you've been my deputy long enough to know this job ain't what you expect. I don't hate it, if that's what you mean. That's what I'm scared of. I don't see how it's a bad thing. When it comes down to it, shouldn't you want to do the right thing? Maybe it's a bit of a burden, but I don't see how you couldn't be pretty invested in a responsibility like that. I think any good sheriff should hate himself a little. Don't tell me you were at the saloon again. Sobering up, actually. Well, if you don't have an excuse, you ought to tell me what you mean, at least. Maybe you'll do something good. Maybe you'll make it all work. If I'm half the sheriff you are, then I will. I hope you know that doesn't mean following the rules. I, I can't just... You listen to me now. If I didn't have a good head on my shoulders, half the town would be locked up in county jail and the other half would be six feet under the hangman. There ain't a person here with clean hands. I... what? If you think I never broke a law, you're kidding yourself. But... but you're the sheriff! That's my point. Representing the law don't make you a good person. Neither does representing it well. Not when a hell a lot of the law has its heart in the wrong place. What do you mean? I need you to make a promise, just so I can go into that duel tomorrow knowing I'm leaving this town in good hands. Anything, Sheriff. Use your head before your cuffs, kid. I... I think I see what you mean. I can't fire that bullet until we both know you do. It can't be that hard. I'll use my best sense. I won't ever arrest anyone breaking a law they didn't know about, for example. It ain't just that. Let me ask you this. If you see a lady with a little kid stealing bread, do you arrest her or not? I see. I don't need you to see, kid. I need you to know. What do you do if she's starving? Well, I'm sure stealing can't be the only option. It's easy to say that when you ain't the one doing it, Murphy. And what do I do if there are other people around? I can't just do something like that just because everyone's watching. If I have to make decisions like that, like you say, wouldn't I need to do awful things sometimes just so I can keep making those decisions? Ever notice how many people break out of the holding cell? You're telling me you let every one of them go? No. I paid bail on a couple and made them promise never to do it again. So... You just let them break the law? If they need to. Then why are you doing Valentine tomorrow? Excuse me? Well, maybe he's stolen a little more than what he strictly needed, but he's never killed anybody. He might be infamous, but he can't be that terrible. <laughs> and he never shuts up about it, neither. I'm dueling him tomorrow because if I didn't, the rest of the world would think I was his accomplice. They wouldn't. They couldn't. <laughs> Not everybody in the world likes me as much as you do, kid. There's nothing there to suspect. You only worked in that one time because he was a more dangerous bandit on the loose. And for some sheriffs, that's enough to hang you. Look, once this rivalry is over with, I can rest. Once you got a few more gears with the badge Pendia, you'll know how much that means. Besides, I don't want to do this, but there ain't a way I could let him out of the dirt like I could let him out of a holding cell. If, if I'm becoming sheriff tomorrow, either way... Do you have anything you want me to do? It's your badge, kid. Can't make you do anything. Not as an order. Just a request from a citizen. I guess I got a couple of things. Uh, first, unless she goes on some out-of-the-blue killing spree, don't you ever arrest Miss Harper, got it? She's half the business in town, Sheriff Spade. That's hardly your crest at all. And if everything goes wrong, you ain't gonna go after Jack Valentine, neither. What? Sheriff, I can't promise. Head before your cuffs, Murphy. If he kills me... It's only because I agreed to be there for him to shoot at. What about everything else he's done? He ain't never caused any harm here. It's not our problem. But Sheriff! We'll go out and blaze the glory somewhere else. I just don't want him taking out two sheriffs before he gets the chance. 
You gotta be kidding me. I can handle him. I know you can probably handle him. That don't make him any less dangerous. I'm a grown man, Sheriff Spade. I know you are. I just... I don't think this town can handle losing two sheriffs so quick. Next thing you know, you get someone who abuses their badge because there ain't nobody else for the job and the whole damn town crashes. I understand, but I'm not just gonna let you die without your honor like that. I've had all the honor I need for a lifetime. I can stand to lose a little. What about your legacy? You've got all the legacy I need standing in this office. Oh. Don't get sentimental. I'll haunt you for the rest of your goddamn life if you make my eyes get puffy the night before a duel. Thank you, Chair Spade. You're old enough, kid. I reckon you can call me Eddie. <laughs> I don't think I could do that, Chair Spade. Whatever you say. There, there was something else I wanted to say. Yeah? I have news from, or, well, about your fiancé. Uh, what, what about her? Well, I'm not one to jump to believe in rumors so quick, but someone who looked an awful lot like the posters of Jack Valentine stopped by and told me to give this letter to you. God damn it. Here. Pass me my glasses, would you? Of course, Sheriff. Did you read it? No. Whatever business you and your fiancé have isn't anything to do with me. Good man. But if I may ask... Just like I taught you. Plot first, nosy second. I don't mean to condescend. Murphy, I think this time won't be in terrible hands after all. Are you going to tell me what the letter says or not? Hold your horses. I haven't gotten past the top of it. Will you read it aloud? Of course. To my dearest Ed. Ed? You're a dead man if you ever call me that, you hear? She's the only person alive. Whatever you say, Sheriff. I wish you the best of luck regarding your duel tomorrow. Knowing you, you must harbor some level of nerves. If only there were anything I could do to ease them. I'll be waiting for you once you win, and don't you dare entertain a thought otherwise. I know this letter will be a short one, for I penned it on short notice. My sincerest apologies in that regard. I only wish I could be by your side to steady your hand when you shoot. Yours forever, Jane Holiday. You got yourself a sweet lady, Sheriff Spade. Sweeter than anybody else's. Why'd you want to hear the letter so bad? Well, I just thought there might be some kind of clues in it. After all, if I was right about Valentine bringing it, don't you think we ought to worry about her safety? I'm not too worried about Valentine. You're not? I know damn well he didn't kidnap her. He stopped for a drink at the saloon, and in that time, she would have gotten out. Jane can pick locks like nobody's business. Half the trouble I got into when I was your age was from hanging around with her. And you're not worried about anything else? I haven't seen her in a while, but they do say absence makes the heart grow fonder. You don't really believe it. If she and Valentine... No, I trust her. I know most fellas wouldn't. Maybe that makes me stupid, but hell, I wouldn't rather be stupid for anybody else. Besides, if I'm wrong, well, I'll be putting Valentine in the ground tomorrow anyway. And if not... Scratch that inchy finger of yours before you even bother putting it on the trigger. I think it'll be better for all of us that way. That's a lesson I should have learned a long time before I did. If anything happens to your fiancé, I'll take care of it. I'll make Jack Valentine regret he was ever born. You don't gotta make Jack Valentine regret nothing. Unless you find out about something I didn't know. Yes, Sheriff Spade. And kid? Yeah? You don't need to watch tomorrow. Just get the office in order. What happens to me don't matter. Just make sure this town's set to be alright without me. Are, are you sure you don't want me there? Positive. Before I head home... Sheriff. Keep the star. I won't be needing it.
Y yes, Sheriff. Not for much longer. Good night, Sheriff. Dr. Nelson, bit of a surprise to see you here. You've done enough favors for me, Sheriff. I suppose it was never too late to repay one. Sorry about that, but I think you just your chances. Either way this goes, I don't think the loser's gonna live long enough for you to make any difference. It's never too late for some hope, young man. I don't think hope's gonna help me shoot straight. If hope won't, maybe luck will. In that case, I wish you the best of it. Thanks, Doc. I'll be standing by. Good morning, Sheriff Spade. Valentine, this is Dr. Nelson. Dr. Nelson, pleasure to meet you, my good sir. You as well, Mr. Valentine. I assume this is the gentleman who will be attempting to piece that lovely cranium of yours back together in a few minutes. Well, I actually... Not unless I get to yours first. Well, it's been lovely speaking to both of you. If you need me, I'll be calling the paces. Why have a long face, Sheriff? I thought you were supposed to be the best shot this side of the Mississippi. Kind of hard to stay positive when your opponent's dressed for a funeral. Oh, don't you worry, my dear Sheriff. Black is merely a slimming color on me. <laughs> sure. Besides, you have plenty of time to live. Several minutes before we begin the paces by my count. Maybe it's long if you're a goldfish, but I ain't seen any water around these parts. Perhaps you ought to count the seconds, then. I always find it soothes my mind before a duel. Are you the shatty with everyone you shoot? Hardly. Only the ones who chat back. And how often does that happen? <laughs> Barely ever. I've been told I'm imposing or something of the like. If you ever get a chance to shoot someone again, I reckon you ought to go for more of the strong, silent type. And why is that? Do I cut a more imposing figure that way? Nah, I just like it better when you shut the hell up. <laughs> my dearest sheriff. Don't you, my dearest sheriff, me. And to think there was some part of me that almost regretted shooting you. Glad to hear this ain't gonna be a morally challenging duel. Contrary to popular belief, Sheriff, I am not a soulless void in the shape of a man. I will say, I do think I'll miss our little games once all this is said and done. I've hardly had such an entertaining rival anywhere. Then <laughs> why do you say that? <laughs> You're willing to put up with me. I'm about two minutes from shooting you. Which is far more than most sheriffs would give me, I assure you. Your insistence on keeping me alive would be charming if not for the gun in your hand. I don't know what the hell you think you're playing at, but- Ready your weapons, gentlemen. Good luck, Sheriff. Shh. Forgive my common courtesy. Fifteen paces. Turn. Easy, Ed. Just breathe. Just keep breathing. Keep your hands steady and it'll all be alright. Your hands gotta be steady. You gotta believe your hands gonna be steady. Fire! <coughs> oh god. Out of my way. Sheriff, this is hardly necessary. He ain't breathing. Come on. Sheriff Spade, if you need me to check his vitals, I. I ain't your sheriff anymore. Nonetheless, I see no reason you should be so adamant on checking yourself. Shut up and let me look for a pulse. As you wish. He's dead as a doornail. See this? Got him right in the head. I reckon I knocked him dead on the spot. Sheriff, are you alright? Where's the blood? His stupid hat. 
Look at it, it's black, so nothing's showing up. Just the hole. Shoot, Doc. Can't do nothing to help a corpse. Can't do nothing to help Mr. Spade, neither. My apologies. You know where to find me. Thanks. You doing okay? Pour that drink for me, alright? You coming back for it? I don't think so. You sure about that? You look like you could use it. Uh, it's been a while since I killed somebody. Sorry to hear about that. He didn't deserve it, Harper. Now's a hell of a time to be getting second thoughts. He would have shot you too, and you know it. At least it was quick. I don't know how much it's gonna do to help your head, but there's money on whether or not he could have gotten someone killed for real someday. Who's to say it wasn't the right thing? I don't know. It's over now, by the way. You get to retire, go off, get married. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. Just make sure you write to me every once in a while, alright? I'd get bored to hell if I didn't. Good. None of my other customers let me take the piss out of them. <laughs> I reckon a smart lady like you ain't gonna have a lot of trouble finding someone else for a punching bag. It ain't the same. Your ears get red. <laughs> Is that why? It's part of it. You've gotta be kidding me. Ain't kidding nobody. Ah! Don't <sighs> piss your britches. It's just the corpse settling. Right. If you need it, the Undertaker owes me a favor. No, I... I promised I'd bury him. You know damn well you ain't in any kind of state to be disposing of a body. I'm sure. I mean it. Thanks, but... Some deals are just honor between enemies. Don't be a stranger. Couldn't if I wanted to. You're the best damn liquor in the state. I thought you said it was Sandy. I didn't say the rest of the state was any good neither. Why, I oughta... Alright, Harper. I'll explain everything. I can promise you that. <laughs> you were wonderful, Ed. I was half convinced you'd kill me until I remembered my heart was beating. <laughs> and you ain't so bad either, Jane Holiday. Oh, hush. Jane Holiday, are you pulling my leg? I didn't have much time to rat to you. I didn't know how long you'd be at the sheriff's office, if at all. And you handed it to my goddamn deputy? I assumed he'd pass the letter on. He thought you kidnapped my fiance. He was about to go in guns blazing over a lady who don't even exist. And <laughs> that would have been quite the spectacle, I'm sure. He was also half convinced you two had run off together. As much as I would love to woo your fake fiance. Oh, you'll shut your mouth if you know what's good for you. I'm teasing, dear. I know, baby, I know. I'm just glad I shot you where I did. I'm not. You've torn my favorite hat, you brute. I'll buy you another one. Call it a successfully faking your own death present. Why not a wedding present? Jack, you know we can't. Perhaps not in the eyes of the law, but when does such a thing ever matter to the two of us? I quit being sheriff a couple minutes ago. And you've been a bit in my house for months. I don't see why we shouldn't be married in spirit if you're gonna retire and spend the rest of your life with me. That's a hell of a thing to call a criminal partnership. <laughs> you torment me, my dear. Just doing my civic duty. I love you, Ed. Love you too, Jack.
And because of that, I think you ought to set me down now. I'm terribly concerned for your arms. No way. I ain't letting you lay down a footprint until we're past the outskirts. I see no need to be so careful. Let me be the goddamn romantic one for once. Maybe I missed you or something. I'm sick to hell of letters. I'm gonna appreciate it while I got you right here. How could I ever argue with that? <laughs> the hell of a lot of difficulty, I imagine. Oh, there you are, you lovely thing. You can't ever tell if you mean the horse or me. I don't call the horse my dearest. Look, I'll save the argument because you nearly got shot today, but I just want to make it known that you're wrong. Of course not. Well then, shall we ride off into the sunset? It's 12.10. Oh, why must you spoil my fun? Keeps your head the right size. My head is perfectly sized, thank you very much. <laughs> Get on your goddamn horse. So, what do you think about the last name Walker? I think we ain't choosing any aliases until we get home. Perhaps I ought to just take your last name and call it a day. Too confusing for the folks who make the wanted posters. And choosing the same last name isn't? Nope. They'll just call us brothers. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> what, you got something else in mind? Frankly, I would rather they just call us what we are. Please, God, don't say lovers. Of course not. Filthy degenerates and outlaws. You take that over brothers? It's honest, isn't it? Yeah, but... Then I far prefer it. Besides, I am hardly a family man. How the hell are you shooting for honesty here? You're a goddamn criminal. As are you, my love. And there ain't no way you're gonna go around saying you ain't a family man. Is that so? Yeah, you're held a sap for your husband. <laughs> my dear, I've hardly had time to propose to you properly. Just keep the idea in the back of your head. If you're so hell-bent on an illegal marriage, I don't see why you can't propose to me right now. Well, I don't see why you can't marry me right I now. I do intend to go about the happiest moments of my life with a little decorum, <laughs> Whatever. Can you at least wait until we get home? We'll see if I'm that patient. <laughs> You'll make it, dear. Dear Harper, I know I promised I'd explain everything. I couldn't just leave you in the dark like that. We're coming back for the honeymoon and we're damn sure we're gonna make a stop at Harper's Saloon. We just can't show our faces in town for a little bit, just for safety's sake. I lied to you for longer than I want to admit. I did never have a fiance, not in the traditional sense. I'm not one of those fellas who ever sees himself getting married, at least not with the courthouse and church. I spent a hell of a lot of time thinking that was because I love my work more than anything else, but I don't think that was ever true either. When I met Jack Valentine, things started to make a hell of a lot more sense than they ever had before. I'm gonna guess you can put the pieces together. There wasn't any blood, because I didn't kill him. Didn't even scratch him. Most damage I did was to his favorite hat, <laughs> but he got over it once I bought him a new one. I don't think he was ever really mad, especially cause faking his death got him out of a hell of a lot of crimes. I've been doing better. If you see any wanted posters showing up for Butch and Thomas Walker, that'll explain why I can't show my face in town anytime soon. We're on a train robbery streak to christen things, but we're gonna stop by for a visit once we're feeling a bit more like settling down. Hope you well. Yours, former Sheriff Eddie Valentine. Well, I'll be damned. 
You son of a bitch. You should have told me some of this before I nearly blew your man's head off with my Winchester. God damn it. I've got a bed up above the saloon if you two ever want to come visit. I'd have to check with the missus first, but she likes you more than I do anyway, so I doubt it'll be any kind of problem. I might have a couple stolen goods up there, but you can probably push them around all you need. I can't believe I ever thought you were a punk straight lace sheriff for half as long as I did. God damn it, you should have told me earlier. I'm still saving you that truth, you know. If Valentine promises to shut his trap a little more often, I might just save a second. Visit soon, or I'll wring your scrawny neck. This episode featured Jeanette C. as Harper, Ray F. as Eddie Spade, Evan S. as Jack Valentine, Anissa Danny C. as Murphy, and Ellis G. as Dr. Nelson. It was written by Anne C. and produced by Ray F. The music in the episode was written and performed by Ray F. Special thanks to May Hood for the episode art. If you like this episode, please consider following us on Twitter and TikTok at ElevatorPitchP and on Tumblr at ElevatorPitchPod. You can also view episodes on YouTube. For bonus content, such as bloopers and a commentary track, visit our Ko-Fi page at Elevator Pitch Podcast. Elevator Pitch is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Thank you for listening.